signs for when you are in a, a toxic relationship or even signs to avoid when you're pursuing some something with someone. Yes, right now, look. <laughs> it's the first date and you heard one of these. Okay. Get him out of there. Yeah. Just, just drop it. Adios. Just drop it. Unless they go to therapy and they give you proof. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. letter for the doctor. <laughs> yes, I attended that session and yes, I did open up. Signed by the doctor. Hey everyone, welcome back to Read the Room Podcast. As always, this is Merv. Hi, this is Embria. As I always say, thank y'all so much for joining <laughs> us again. We are still happy that you are happy. still listening. Still surprised that you guys keep tuning okay. in. No. <laughs> surprised in a good way. In a good Not way. Like happy like a... that y'all like to listen to us. Yeah. Talk. And yeah. all the love on social media. You guys felt that last um, post on social media. The Which all one? Black Lives Matter. Oh, that was... Y'all felt that. That was, yeah. We talked about it in our last episode, Black yeah. Inclusivity. Mm-hmm. So, it reflected. Yeah, absolutely. Especially given the times. But today we're going to move um in a different direction, I would say. <laughs> <You know what laughs> we, today we're talking about um toxic relationships. Toxicity. Whether you've experienced one or were in a toxic adjacent relationship. This that's is the thing. Definitely gonna be um a lot i would say yeah i mean it's not too heavy but it's kind of heavy the thing is i feel like um even if you someone might be like oh i've never been in a toxic relationship and Mm -hmm. then hear some of the stuff and it's like oh wait well maybe that was a little bit toxic because at the end of the day do you leave relationships that are super healthy and great most likely so if you have exes there's a chance that you were in a situation that wasn't the most healthy But if you haven't been in one, you're you're blessed, right? Right. To say the least. Um, but I guess we just dive into it, going into what a toxic yeah, relationship. I was say, tell us what. Okay, so we're gonna, you know me, I'm the researcher of the duo, so <laughs> write a couple articles, and I did find one that gave, a, I, I would say, a pretty thorough definition of what a toxic relationship is. Um, this comes from Dr. Lillian Glass. Um, Hi, Dr. She, Glass. <laughs> she wrote a book in 1995 called, oh, sorry, called Toxic People. So mm, right on, okay. <laughs> right on tune with what we're talking about okay. today. But she defines uh, toxic relationships as any relationship between people who don't support each other, where there's conflict, and one seeks to undermine the other, where there's competition, where there's disrespect, and a lack of cohesiveness. Hmm. That's a very uh, good, crisp way to say mm-hmm. it. And honestly, hearing you say the definition, though I've heard you say it before, yeah. this time around, it made me think about friends. Yes. And she, and she oh. mentions that, too, that down the line. Like, it, this is not just strictly towards romantic relationships. This applies to business yeah. relationships, friends, and familial, ooh, too. Ooh, well, let's not leave that. that. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay. So basically, all our whole lives are just like toxic. So everybody period. is just toxic. Get yeah. rid of them. And it's it's interesting because we all joke about like, oh, toxic people like yeah. Nevadius, Future. <laughs> it's like such a running joke, but you know, people really. But no, I feel like though he really is though, especially how he was gaslighting his last baby mom, the one Eliza. 
Okay. He was really, like, gaslighting her, like, a lot. Why, what was he saying? Like, oh, that might not be my baby type yeah, thing? Yeah, and he was always saying, uh, what was what was the term? Because a lot of niggas apparently felt this, um, where he was like, don't let, don't ever make an ugly girl feel like she's pretty or something <gasps> like that. Okay. Something along those so lines. So, my mom had told me, she was like, what's going on with Futures, BM, because she be into him. Yeah. I'm like, uh, what's going on? She was like, the shade room says she's ugly. She's gorgeous. I think she's, like, she's pretty. pretty. So I'm like, I think she's pretty. I'm confused. What? Let's, uh, can we talk about colorism? Because right, it's like, like where? What do you? Because he don't say none of that about joy. No one. Sierra. I'm just like, uh, I didn't see it. Okay, but yeah, he's a prime example. He is um, a leader to a lot of these guys, and I really do not understand why. Besides the fact that they all just hate women as a collective. Well. <laughs> Okay, so you mentioned that he was, did you say he was gaslighting her? Mm -hmm. Okay, can we talk about gaslighting itself? Because I feel like that's one of the uh, subsections of toxic humans. Could you describe, I had just um, learned what it was recently. So it's basically manipulation, right? Yes. It's basically when some, when you're stating a valid concern and the other person finds a way to undermine you. Okay. Making you feel like you're crazy for even bringing that up. Uh, That's what gaslighting. Okay. You're, okay. you're, you're a hundred percent in the right to feel how you feel and to bring it up, but they're making you feel crazy. Okay. For even doing that. So I seen a Twitter post that said that it originated from like a movie way back in the day and it was someone who was messing with the lights in someone's house. Yeah. Making then, them go crazy. Yeah. Making them go crazy. And then they're like, wait, what do you mean what's going on? There's nothing wrong with the yes. lights. And they're like, wait, but. I've seen the lights tweaking, you know. Okay, that's so that's gaslighting one and one, and that's exactly okay. what he did to her. And I feel like a lot of us could relate to that. <laughs> Look, when you <laughs> when you tell someone something and they're like, "No, you acting crazy." That whole you acting crazy. Yeah. Look, even though what do you mean? I know a lot of us have experienced. <laughs> Was it W-Y-M when you send like a paragraph or three or four? And it's like, I just explained to you what, what I, I mean. So what do you mean what I mean? It's like trying to wear you down. Yeah. Like, okay, let me get her so tired of explaining this yeah. that she just like, okay, It's like some mind. type of like psychological warfare. It is that very psychological. People's partners do to them. Just to, no other reason than to break you down. Ugh. You know, I, I, honestly, it does work though. I will say. (laughs) After a while, you just be like, bro, I give up. But then it's also like you trust your partner or friend or whomever. When you say like, am I tweaking about this? And if they're like, yeah, you tweaking. It's like, oh, okay, then I guess I'm I guess I'm overreacting. You trust them, but they stand to gain from you believing that you're losing your mind. Exactly. So then all of a sudden. You, he got another chick at your house next to you. Like, uh, <laughs> am I overreacting? <laughs> like, oh, the three of us are going to the movies. Exactly. I'm, I'm overreacting. Exactly. Aren't I? <laughs> that, that's what it leads to. And I don't know. It's, it's weird. And I hate that people do gaslighting stuff because it's like, if someone is valid in what they're saying, instead of trying to figure out a way to discredit them, why don't you tackle it head on? Yeah. I feel like a lot of us could, could, stand to hell all of us could gain a lot more if we just have those direct conversations whether that means ending the relationships or even improving them for the better the whole gaslighting thing does nothing but you know put someone in a position where they're questioning themselves they're questioning their self-worth their self-esteem and things like that that is very true you go down a long 
hole of questioning and yeah. wondering and why this so and that's not to say that relationships don't have ups and downs they most certainly do any normal human relationship you're gonna have disagreements you're gonna have things like that but it's how you and that person go about it that makes all the difference between it being just like a normal healthy relationship versus a toxic one yes you know what i'm saying yes if you've been listening to us um on our episode about love languages, we talked about how someone's upbringings could really um, shape the way they are as a partner, as a lover, and things like that. And I, the, the same goes for toxic relationships. Back to the article that I was referring to, I'll put that in the description as well if anybody wants to read it. But they were saying that there's a variety of different things that can contribute to someone being toxic in the relationship. It could be something like a previous toxic relationship, and they bring that into the new one, mm-hmm. um, into things like their upbringing. If they didn't, their parents, maybe. Yeah, they didn't, if they didn't have like a loving, supporting type of upbringing, they're not going to know how to right. bring that in. And even things like mental disorders. Oh, um, yes. Bullying. Really, any form of trauma can contribute to someone being toxic in relationships which i i think is all valid but at the same time people have got to do the work for themselves yes at some point you have to acknowledge okay here's what happened to me here was here were my circumstances and how am i going to turn that around i think that that's beneficial though on the part of the person who has gone through the trauma and also their partner because say I've been in relationships that are like surface level for a long time. No one's ever challenged me right. on on my things. Challenge your person. Like if you know their upbringing and you start to see those things, challenge them. Suggest therapy, but also challenge, <laughs> challenge yeah. them on their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just find find a way to have normal conversation. If, there, if something's bothering you... I think you should bring it up regardless. It could be something small, but I, I'd rather nip something small in the bud now than wait till it becomes something much more yes. serious down the lines. Yes. That's my least favorite thing. Um, if someone starts to try and think they're arguing, it's when they're talking about the thing that happened now, but then the thing that happened last week and the thing that yeah. happened three weeks ago. It's like... <laughs> Wait, where I'm talking about this right now, you should have brought that up when it was bothering you. Yep. And that's one of the traits, too, like lack of communication. If you don't have a line of communication, there's absolutely no way you can have a healthy relationship. Absolutely. And it's going to turn toxic quickly because you're um, you're in a constant state of resentment because you're like harboring all these feelings, but your partner doesn't know. And that's not fair. Communicate. Yeah. Yeah, And that's not fair. So you're going to be in this hostile type of relationship until it gets to the point where someone's going to be on, someone's going to receive the short end of the stick and receive all of the, you know, emotional like burden or baggage that comes with being in a toxic relationship. Yikes. Ugh. Okay, we, we talked to, I'm like, oh. Maybe you have any thinking like, ooh. Oh, wow. But that's so extremely accurate to a T. And I'm sure like there are relationships that, maybe there are relationships that are equally toxic, but I mean, I. Yeah. It's usually one person. Yeah, I was going to say, in my personal yeah. experience, it's been like, oh. Yeah. I think they mentioned that too. That was another one of the traits. Like when you're controlling, you can't have a, a healthy relationship where two people are controlling or when one person is being controlled. It's, uh. There's no way you can't have it. There's no balance. There. Oh my. Okay. There's an imbalance. Yes. That's interesting that you say because 
from my perspective, of course, I'm like, okay, I've never been the toxic one in a relationship. <laughs> but what if, from someone else's perspective, what if I was the toxic one in a relationship? I, I do remember, though, someone saying yeah. that I was controlling, but it was in the most gaslighting way ever. Okay. It's like, okay, you told me that I need to delete this person off social media, block this person. I can't go here. I can't do that. Why am I talking to this person? But then if I'm like, okay, well... If that's what I'm doing to make you feel comfortable, what are you like? You're out here bouncing around town, yeah. but I'm supposed to be super duper like. So in that way, looking back, uh, setting rules for someone is a no regardless. Yeah. But if you gave me rules and I'm like, okay, let me just obey these rules so he feels comfortable. But then you not following your own rules. Right. It's like toxic. Wait a second. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. In that example, that person was, like you said, 100% trying to gaslight you because you're giving up your needs to please, please them. That's not a healthy relationship. Mm, Period. (laughs) That's not a healthy relationship. They're, they're being toxic. And I hate when people mask things in that way. That is. In a way of trying to set boundaries, in a way of trying to, um, I don't know. Yeah. Just set boundaries, set clear lines and do it in a way where it's just like, underlying they have the intentions are not pure the, there we go the intentions, the intentions are, are to pure. control you okay yeah. so i've i've experienced it from the like okay here's the little rules to make me feel comfortable i've also experienced it this one is weird from the perspective of like x y and z shouldn't have access to you you should think of yourself as higher than that like you think of yourself like the mm. beyonce like do you think beyonce's Ooh. exes could text her and blah 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 all of this to say, I don't feel comfortable with you texting your old dude. And I mean, reasonably not. But at the end of the day, it's like, this is not about you thinking that I'm such a great person no. that people shouldn't have access to me. This is about you not wanting me to text my exactly. old dude. Exactly. Yeah, no, that dude, whoever the dude is, was 100% a gaslighter. Thousand. And... He should come in here and talk about why he's such a gaslighter. But yeah, we'll I think see. he should be talking to his friends and family <laughs> at Sunday dinner about it. But because that's Sorry that, to that give is not you can just be direct, like, "Hey, I don't feel comfortable with you texting your exes." Given your history, I know there's like you know whatever the love there. That's more like yeah. stand up than yeah. you're Beyonce and you think girl <laughs> get out of here. And that's a lie. Yeah, Beyonce is Beyonce, so. Not only are you be gaslighting, you lying on top of that. Not right. to say that you're not a but Beyonce, I love, but you. But, okay, but that's also a piece of the gaslighting puzzle. I love Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, me? Right. Like, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're like, about, I'm better uh, than. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, you know what? That's true. I am. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, oh, this. He's fool. a master manipulator. He could um, undoubtedly lead a course. Okay. <laughs> Being a master manipulator. Okay, so in addition to uh, gaslighter slash, man- slash manipulators, what are some of the other uh, mm-hmm. traits? Something that's more obvious, obviously verbally and emotionally abusive. Okay. Someone's constantly talking down on you. Okay. They're making you feel a way about your emotions. They're making you feel emotion that you shouldn't be feeling. Mm-hmm. You're there in a you toxic have it. relationship. Someone who's not gentle with you, really. Yeah. Um, other things could also be someone who in- affects your actual mental, uh, your mental health. Like someone who, when you're with them, you're you, you're in a constant state of anger. 
sadness oh, and see, things yeah, like that, that. Okay, that's or fun. someone that triggers your anxiety someone that triggers you know your depression yeah that is a clear sign of being in an unhealthy toxic relationship yes yes and that look y'all could be posting your pictures on social media yeah. looking all cute but when you after you click the picture if y'all are arguing and right. if you feel sad and if you're questioning your place and all these things that's not healthy Another thing that they said was a, a major warning sign, you kind of touched on this a little bit, is making sure that there's, with you being with your partner, that there's not changes in your other relationships. Like you're not oh, seeing your friends often, you're not really good, uh-huh. seeing your families, or you're, you don't really want to spend time doing other things because you don't know how your partner's going to feel with you not being there with them. Oh, and, that is a great Yeah, point. so it's like... No, yeah, you should not that. be in any situation that... Uh, requires 100% of your time, effort, and energy. If someone feels uncomfortable about you hanging out with your friends or anything like that, that is completely unhealthy. And don't, look, over the years, perhaps when I was younger, maybe maybe it was a little bit different, but over the years, I feel like there is such a peace in having separation between your friends and your person. Like, don't get me wrong, sometimes, like, you could be in a group or whatever, but... Don't be up under me all the time when I'm trying to be with my friends, you know. We can't yes. talk about the same stuff. Oh my God. Can't be as comfortable. Like, that's not... You don't need to come chaperone. Yeah. Oh, that triggers something in me. Yeah. Any any partner that's, like, always wanting to be around you and your friends, that's not healthy. You but guys have to be away from each other. Literally, you're trying to study and they're like, okay, well, let me come and study with you right. and your friends. Like, let me study let's go hang out. It's like, no, these are my friends. I want to hang out with... And plus, I don't even know if I want my friends to know you. Like, <laughs> It's not you there know? yet. And I feel like... At least for myself, I can say that I put a lot of emphasis on my friendships, like mm-hmm. my platonic, like my girlfriends, that if I'm seeing someone, I don't want to introduce them in, uh, prematurely. Because right. even if you're not here, and I really love and care for those group of women. So it's like bringing you someone who I don't really know like that. We just click on yeah. this romantic level and to bring you into that. No. That's not fair. No. And then they want to stay friends with them. Yeah. And that's weird. Just, that's, that's just very weird. And like, I'm just saying, if me and my, my boyfriend break up, you breaking up my friends too. Okay. That's a Period. whole nother. We all got to break up. <laughs> that's a whole nother. Ain't nobody staying in a relationship. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I wish I was friends before. Then it's whatever. It, yeah. But, but for the most part, even look, even if I think about, um, friendship in the context of me and Danielle. Everyone knows that's my yeah. best friend. She would never. And she shouldn't. Never. Like, yeah. she wouldn't even think... Even if she knew the dude before, it's like, okay, I'll see you when I see you. We're not about to... <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Because there's a certain level of respect if you have for your friends. Yep. Then you... That's look. Yeah. Just like when you were with a certain someone and I um, didn't know I could follow him on social media until you let me know it was okay. I think you're stuff saying could unfollow, could follow first and then unfollow. Oh well. yeah, because honey, <laughs> look, don't don't be following until yeah. I know for sure that this is a thing. Yeah. Because ooh, exactly, ooh. and also just like well, that's not your friend, like right? What do you what do y'all have in common other than me? <laughs> exactly, you could tell me and I'll tell. <laughs> exactly. So I think there has to be clear boundaries. And oh my god, I, I would see tweets like all the time, like you know. You know, girls feel like they're one of the guys with their guys, friends, or whatever. And I say girls, sorry, because I'm hetero, so yeah. it's kind of my experience here. But 
Like, bro, those are not your friends, G. No, look, okay, even, so there's some situations where I feel like you might have, like, grown up with him and his friends or whatever the case may be, but I think it's still understood Mm -hmm. that at the end of the day, those are his friends. Period. Like, I can ask one of them something and they are still going to ride for him and that's not going to be lost on you. Exactly. Yeah, so make sure you have that nice separation between your friends and your partner. And then also, like, be open to like taking in constructive criticism from your friends and family because if you're in a toxic relationship you you probably don't see it that way right so they're going to be the ones to notice like if there's any changes in your behavior and things of that nature so you got to be open to receiving that yeah don't be like they hate on me because they mad i got a man i look trust me <laughs> if i ever say something to you it's not because i'm mad you have a man period it's 2020 it's look then men are <laughs> not <laughs> baby that's not the price <laughs> that's not the price i need we don't care yeah. <laughs> we just want you to be safe that's it yeah um so to circle back around to some other traits jealousy okay jealousy wow that is a <sighs> but you know it's mm. that's crazy yo man is the jealousy you that's so crazy i always think stuff like that is so crazy even on a friendship level I was just going to say, I feel like it's two versions of jealousy. It's jealous of your, like, relationships with other humans. Yeah. But then there's also jealous of literally you as a person. And that is some weird, scary stuff. Yeah. But it's legitimately a thing. Like, oh, wow. She out here doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm not. And being jealous. That's crazy. When instead of being jealous, put that energy in towards being wherever that person is at, too. If that's where you want to be. Right. It's so weird <laughs> that's toxic in uh romantic relationships in addition to yeah. friendships and you mentioned this when we were on the phone um yesterday the flo millie situation oh yes yeah. okay. which is like just happened like Literally yesterday last night okay so i'm not sure if anyone is familiar with flo millie i really like that one song eh, eh, I the party. <laughs> yeah i like cash my hair to my ass <laughs> That's a power okay, no. A very powerful song that one is. Okay, <laughs> so um, there's a up-and-coming rapper. Her name is Flo Millie. And so um, last night on social media, her fans and everyone got in tune with a tweet that she made, which yeah. said, if something happens to me, my ex did it. Right. So some other tweets and like information surfaced. And basically, when she... Um, had a song that was like on the rise her ex had gone and deleted it off of soundcloud right like while she's getting clout and she's starting to get recognition off of this song he goes and deletes it off soundcloud what that is jealousy 101 101 and you want to know something it's also like you being possessive yes like okay i like you here right now in this space you have no room to grow because maybe you're going to outgrow me yeah. or you're going to not want to be bothered or whatever yeah. the case may be. So in order to keep you where I want you to be, let me stop your success. Yeah, let me you stop what low. you have going yeah. on. Like, what? People, I know we talk a lot about like people like seeing potential in people, but it can also be like on the contrary where people see your, your potential as like a threat to them. Yes. Yes. And it's crazy to think that someone that you, what I would imagine like, felt strongly about them would do that to you as you're rising as you're succeeding that's sickening that is sickening i feel like um a symptom of a healthy relationship is the desire for the other person to reach their fullest potential and for you too as well so if you're in some kind of situation where they're like um yeah you reaching a little bit too high or i don't like that 
you're making a little bit too much money. Oh, right. You're being a little bit too successful. That's no. <laughs> That's yeah. another one. That's... It, it gets very... And I feel like those situations are the ones that typically turn violent very quickly. Though, yeah. If I can't have you, no one else can. And that can lead to various that is troubling ends. That's frightening. But yeah, if you look, if you listen in, and you have a person in your world right. and they low-key be hating on you and not wanting you to reach your highest potential, they're toxic. Yeah. And that yeah. could be friends. Yeah. Family romantic like yeah if if you have like you said family friends whatever who do not support what you do it's i think it's time to kind of reevaluate the situation <laughs> at the very least reevaluate i mean you don't have to jump to conclusion but just like reevaluate like yeah where this person stands in my life because I, I don't i think it's very dangerous um to have those type of people so close to you who yes. don't support what you're doing or who are constantly Criticizing what you're doing, but not in a constructive way where you yeah. can get better. Just like, you know, why you doing that? You know, who do you think you are type of stuff. Yeah. So really evaluate those relationships. That one, that statement that you said, who do you think you are? Or like, oh, you think you X, Y, and yeah. Z. That, there is so much low-key anger in mm-hmm. that statement. It's like, wow, you are elevating. Yep. You shouldn't be. Why are yeah, you? Right. It's like, uh... Right. That's not healthy. Like, exactly. would you think like that? Like, why would you ask somebody, who do you, who do you think you're, bitch, who do you think I right. am? Why are you playing? Right. It, <laughs> it could, it could be the biggest thing, like, career-wise right. or life-wise or money-wise, but it could also be minuscule, like, small, small a shirt stuff. you have on, like, oh, who you think you are with that shirt on? It's like, so what? you think it's ugly or? Right. <laughs> what, what are you but trying like, to say, man? We're going to use our big girl words. Yeah, like, you want to borrow it? <laughs> That's all you had to say. <laughs> That's all you had to say. Yes or no, because it's answer no, like what you're talking about. But yeah. Yeah, people really do have a, and that's, that's a, that's another gaslighting, um, tip, because then people can start to like really think like, you know, who am I? You know, yep. am I supposed it's, to be? And then, then you feel like you need to, um, temper yourself. Yes. Like, okay, well, maybe I'm giving off too much energy or mm. I need to calm down or be less enthusiastic about what I'm doing. And it's like, it's not you, it's them. Period. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Period. They just aren't where they want to be in their situation. You have to think about that often. Yeah. Like, what position is this person in who's commenting on me? Like, right. oh, you you started a podcast. You're doing too much. What are you doing? <laughs> you know? And then if my answer is not much of anything, it's like perhaps you wish that you, too, were, yeah. like, being creative in other outlets. You could say that. Let's talk about it. What you want to do? Yeah. But like, don't project it onto me in a negative way. Exactly. And I think it's it's such a powerful thing to have people around you who are on the up and up, who are doing so many different things. Even if it doesn't work, I just even say that you did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That should motivate you. Yeah. Whatever your goals are, if you need some help, you know that you got the people in the right in your corner who know how to do things that could potentially help you. But instead, people use that as um, a catalyst to hate on people and yeah. I, I think that's weird yeah that energy can be put towards you being in a position where someone can ask you who do you think you are as well oh oh period period but on a serious note i think one of the most important traits to really be on the lookout for is a partner that's consistently lying to you oh because it's like <laughs> for what bro jay-z said i've grown tired of these grown man liars and honestly i felt that i felt the lying in my soul what are you lying for yeah unprovoked i feel like if you have to lie especially with someone you consider to be your partner 
you got something else going on. Yeah. Your intentions are not pure. Your motives are not pure. So do yourself a favor and end a relationship. <laughs> if you feel like you're going to be consistently lying or you're lying because you're trying to avoid having real conversations and I just don't think you're ready to be in one. Okay. So there's, on the one hand, there are lies to like, um, yeah, like exactly like you said, revolving around the situation itself. There are also lies revolving around the person that you are. Like, <laughs> And I know that this sounds crazy. Hear me out, though. No, no, what you're talking about. You could, um, you could feel like you're not deserving of being in a relationship with this person. So you have to lie about who you are Uh, and what your goals are and what you want out of life and things like that. Because you think about it. If you see this girl and she has X, Y, and Z going on, you need to feel. You need to rise to the occasion. Dudes be lying all the time to get the chick that they want. Oh yeah, I got this and I got that. But then when you get her, you got to keep on lying because <laughs> because that's how you got her. Now all of us, you know? Right. People lie about who they are. All the time. Which actually brings me back to a very specific example. When I was with my ex-partner, it wasn't him who lied. I had went on a double date with him and <laughs> my friend and his cousin. <laughs> and his cousin. He, oh, I don't want to say who he is because I don't want people to okay. know. Because it's like he owns like a popular brand. But... You... <laughs> I didn't say which one. There's so many popular okay, ones. Yeah, so many popular but anyways, um, we were at uh, dinner and he was like with my friend or whatever. And I guess like he was telling my friend like he's like in grad school and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And my dude, 24 hours later, we're just laying in bed. He's like, oh, by the way, my cousin lied. He doesn't really go to school. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> What? <laughs> first, I was like, "Why did he lie for it?" First of all, because it's like only reason we were on a double date because he was in town and my dude didn't want to leave his cousin alone. So it's okay, like this is someone yeah. that you have no commitment. You don't to, even yeah. know. Yeah. But I think because she said because she's she was she still is in like a, a graduate like um therapy no psychology program. Okay. And so he maybe he so felt, he wanted, look maybe he that's felt. all I'm saying. He felt like, okay, so she a grad school chick. I'm going to be a grad school dude today. (laughs) But like, and it makes no sense. None at all. Of course, I've been in a situation as well (laughs) where somebody (laughs) lied about school. I was in law school and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm taking classes, blah, blah, weren't. Okay. So that resonates (laughs) with me. Like, you don't have to lie. No. Just be you. It's unprovoked lying. That's what I don't like. (laughs) Lying about certain situations, whatever, so you don't get caught. I can understand that. It's still wrong, but lying unprovoked, what do you gain? Because you're going to have to tell the truth sometime. Eventually, they will, and that's sick and sad to them. But in that moment, they gain staying in the position that they're in. It's like, okay, she'll like it if she thinks that I'm doing it. But X, you're y, building Z. something on the lie. And you're going to keep lying. And it's going to come become second nature. You're going to start lying about other stuff. Bro, look. these people. If you lie like that, you should go write a book. Honey. <laughs> fiction. Yes. If fiction okay. is in your brain, Let's write do a book. It. Write a poem. A trilogy. Yeah, write whatever TV, something. Yeah. But, and you make a great point about lying about uh, every other little thing. Here's what I'll say. A red flag that I noticed for someone who lies is if you experience them lying to other people mm. over maybe like the smallest things. If you if you hear somebody lying to their mom, 
That is a red flag. And don't get me wrong. Parents are parents. So sometimes you want to put them at ease. But why would you lie to your mom? That is very true. She cares about you. Or why are you lying to your friends? Right. Why are you lying to your sister? What do you, yeah. Why are you what lying you, to... Is there not, first of all, your mom's not going to stop me, your mom. Right. So <laughs> there's really she, nothing there, you can do ever in life that's going to make you lose a mom. That is a, oh my, that's a great point you You're make. Not your, mom your mom is not going to stop. Maybe she'll nag at you for yeah. two seconds, but you've experienced her for your entire life. Exactly. So, I mean, so yeah, if you see somebody and they be lying about the littlest things... Yeah. Only thing I can really imagine for lying to their parents about is, like, stuff, like, where your ideologies don't match. I can really understand that. If you're like, okay, yeah, whatever, sure. Yeah. But did you do this? Yeah, I did it last week, and you haven't done it yet. Why are you lying? <laughs> it, like, Or if you're lying about being in school to your parents, that's weird, because they're not the one to come to graduation. <laughs> what are you going to do when it's graduation season? <laughs> I went to <laughs> buy you a cap and gown and say you didn't want to walk. Yeah. That, but then when the degree went, you know, it's I just don't, like it's just, there's some stuff. It yeah, just don't. Uh, it don't be that, and I, and I feel like school is one of those things. It just don't be that serious. <laughs> I think people want the accolades, sure, whatever, but it's just not that serious. No, I agree. Yeah. Ooh, but those, yeah, those are like some of the main traits when it comes to being. Obviously, there's more, and we'll we'll recap them at the end. But those are like some of the main ones that I think people should be like on the lookout for. Like if you're trying to assess whether or not the relationship that you're in is toxic, or if you're pursuing something new with someone and want to like get ahead of things. Wait, let me add one more thing to the line. Okay. Um, on, in addition to just a regular liar, <laughs> there is the liar about the lies. Okay. What? So say you find out that somebody is lying, and then they keep on lying uh, about okay. the thing. That's like, that's more than a red You're a habitual liar. Yes. Yep. All right. <laughs> you can, now you can continue. I just wanted to say I'm that there's lies within lies. Okay, anyways. Yes. Yeah, so, we told you guys what the definition of a toxic relationship is. What makes a toxic person toxic in relationships? Some of the traits to look out for. But... There are people who are already so ingrained into a toxic relationship that they're not sure how to how to get out, get out of one. Yeah. And it's tough. Even what I'm going to say is probably not going to be something that's going to be easy. But that's the thing about toxic relationships. They're not going to be easy to get out of, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But it's something that you have to make the decision for yourself that this is what I want to do. You have to put yourself first. That's the thing. Everybody has a breaking point. Yes. So it's like, you could hate lies, and honestly, I hate lies. Yeah. But like, some lies, you could be like, oh, I mean, whatever. It's pretty, but okay, cool. Some are like, absolutely not. That is just way too far. So you know yourself. You know what your breaking Mm -hmm. point is. Hopefully, it comes sooner than later. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Uh, But if you're in a toxic relationship where you're literally in physical danger, I know there's been a lot of talks lately about, like, authority figures and things like that. But if you're someone who trusts an authority, obviously the first thing would be to them. reach out yeah. to authority and get a situation set up where you're able to get out of that out of that um, toxic relationship or that phys- physically dangerous situation. And I even put a link to maybe, like, some 
shelters or something in the description for anybody who needs it. But on the other hand, if you're in a relationship where you guys are, where you are experiencing domestic violence, there's always a domestic violence hotline that you can reach out to 24 seven. Yes. And you can reach them at 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. And I would say err on the side of caution. Yeah. From a legal perspective as well, you, even if it's something that's not that huge, I think you would rather give them a call. Yeah. Just in case. You don't have to wait until it's absolutely life or death yeah. because you want to have documented all that's gone on. So. Yeah. And I think also with situations that get to that point, I think also um, a lot of us have to start being a lot more vigilant in ourselves because as we see this world doesn't really protect women period yeah so if you're in a situation where your partner is beating with you and this goes for same-sex relationships as well it's probably best to try to get out that first time Mm -hmm. because i because most more likely than not someone puts their hands on you once they're gonna do it again it's more than likely going to become a pattern so if you get yourself out of harm's way the first time I think you're set yourself up for a better situation. But obviously everything is easier said than done, but just something to kind of like think about. Right. Um, If your relationship is airing more on the emotional or mental side, you have to ask yourself, is this something that you can work through? Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned, some lies are like, sure, whatever. But then other situations are like, if I'm consistently being gaslit, if I'm consistently depressed anxious oh i'm like you know there's no reassurance in this you know relationship it's do you think you can work that out if the answer is yes by all means go for it but if the answer is no you might as well just walk away from it yeah and again air on the side of get out the gym (laughs) (laughs) get out the gym as quickly as you can um you give people an inch they really gonna run a marathon yeah and Honestly, although the statement is a little bit corny, you do um, show people how to treat you. So when you accept a lie or you accept a little bit of this, a little bit of that, it's like, okay, well, then that's the new standard. The new standard is I can get away with lying about these kinds of things. So I'm going to continue. So set set the record straight. Get out the gym. From the jump. Let let motherfuckers know that you are not going to be putting your hands on me. You're not going to be treating me all types of way. You know? So at least there's like that, um, that, that's that baseline, that standard. Yeah. That they know. Or if you have a gang of brothers, get them to be. (laughs) 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 Or that. Uh, Um,. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You, it really comes down to just getting out of it. You are not obliged to stay with anyone. Love is not enough reason to stay with anybody if you're not being treated correctly. That's the thing. Love is really not enough. Like nope. they, as much as I love love and the idea of it yeah, and all same. of that, it's not enough. It's not enough at all. You need much more. Period. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it as far as getting out of it. If you are in one and you want someone to confide in, obviously we're here. We'll try to help. Obviously, with... email us. But... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> we will keep everything anonymous. But if we we're trying to be a resource to people, yes. like if we can offer any type of support, we're definitely here because, you know, we've, probably, we've been in toxic relationships more on the emotional side. It has, at least for me, it hasn't really gotten physical. I've I've gotten no 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 yet no 
uh, your statement is true. Yeah, it hasn't really gotten physical, so we can't really speak to that from experience. We can only see, you know, read up and learn about those type of situations and help get the word out on how to best um, get in front of those. Yeah. And then I think in closing, just um, heal. So after you get out of the situation, yeah, just heal. Don't hit up that old thing just, yeah. just yet. Just, just, just give it a second. Like, go work on you and figure out. Because it takes until you leave a toxic situation to mm-hmm. realize the effect that it had on you. Oh, my goodness. Like, I feel like my uh, last relationship, for anyone who was wondering, was super toxic. <laughs> um, and it took me a long time to just get back to my normal self. Mm-hmm. Like, you get into these patterns of thinking, of being, of all of that that yeah. is so unhealthy. So, just take time to return back to the person that you were before them. Then, then you'd be good. I agree with that 100%. And you know what? The thing about getting back to you, the work is so grimy. That you're gonna be walking backwards for a long time before you start walking forward. Yeah. But it's so it's so worth it. Yeah. Because then when you're ready to get back into another situation, you have your head on straight. You know what you can and cannot tolerate. Oh, you're gonna yes. have just a much better dating experience. And I love that a lot of us women are really on this perspective of putting ourselves first and not putting like wanting a man, wanting to be yeah. a wife, and wanting yeah. to be a mother first. Because <laughs> all those things are great for people that have or want those, but you can't be any of those things if you're not good with yourself literally start with you yeah figure out you what are your likes desires wants dreams in this world work on that that's a lot to work on okay like on top of everything that's like systemically society (laughs) against us period that's a lot don't let your significant other be your downfall yeah if anything this should be adding because it's it's one of those things what does Cher say she said men are a they're like they're a luxury that questionable word to use for men <laughs> they're but she she was talking about she was talking about them in terms of them being like a dessert you they're, know you're gonna go to a restaurant you definitely gonna get an entree a dessert you may maybe depending on how you they're okay they're a condiment yeah you eating a hot dog, you gonna eat the hot dog, but do you necessarily want to relish? Right. I mean, and maybe mustard and all you, <laughs> you know, don't you don't really need all of that, yeah. but she gonna eat the hot dog regardless. Yes. So think about That's it like life. that. And the hot dog is you. That entree is you. <laughs> you gonna always fill with fill yourself up, fill into you, yeah. pour into you. The more you pour, you can't be half full trying to pull into people. That's how oh, you get depe- depleted. That is. A word. And then that's how we you turn cannot. into someone who bases their whole being of a relationship into someone that consistently pours. And people see that. And they take advantage of that. We could talk about this for 20 oh. hours. <laughs> right. Because legitimately, that is a thing. People yeah. know People know when you're a giver. Yeah. People know when you're a helper. Mm-hmm. When you want to... They know that. Yeah. So they're going to do exactly what they need to do mm-hmm. to get you to keep on pouring into them. Yeah. And they're not pouring into you. Yep. And and the thing about people is like they're they're good at putting up a facade. They'll come to you one way, but as soon as they get comfortable, chaos. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's pretty much it, all we have for today. We're just gonna leave you on some thirty five. It's probably like thirty four. Don't give, give no. Give us like okay. give us half. Ha- okay, I'm gonna give you guys. She'll half. rattle them off because then I'm gonna start thinking of more stuff to say. So, okay, okay, go. Just a few things to think about: signs of 
signs for when you are in a toxic relationship or even signs to avoid when you're pursuing some something with someone yes right now look <laughs> it's the first date and you heard one of these okay get him out of there yeah just just drop it adios just drop it unless they go to therapy and they give you proof <laughs> <laughs> that's all the letter from the doctor <laughs> yes i attended that session and yes i did open up signed by the doctor okay but give them to us if the relationship is all take no give if you're consistently feeling drained there's a hostile environment um there's an imbalance um there's it's a one-sided relationship there's constant judgment no constructive criticism whatsoever persistent unreliability you can't rely on this person um non-stop narcissism oh the whole relationship is just about that person you have no say can we do an episode on that i don't (laughs) um loaded with negative energy Mm -hmm. lack of communication continuous disrespect Mutual avoidance. Honestly, if you're avoiding your partner, you, y'all, this is probably not your partner. <laughs> Insufficient support, control issues, persistent self-betrayal. This basically means when you change your opinion to match whatever is going to make that person feel good. Yeah. Because you're betraying yourself. Yes. Um, constant challenges. Not to say there's no challenges. There definitely will be challenges. But right. if it's every day, ride or die, please ride out. Ride out. Um, feelings of unworthiness. Um, the vibe, vibes of entrapment. So this is when your relationship is just like not reassuring at all. Uh-huh. Always being undermined. Um, I'm almost done. I'm also finished. Oh, fine. Empty pretense. Um, is packed with uncertainty, jealousy. Um, there's no autonomy. Even if you're in a relationship, this is important. Consent is still a real thing. You have the right to say no. Yes. Um, the person perme- permeates victimhood is. The whole world against that person, which is almost always untrue. Um, it diminishes your self-worth. There's lots of dishonesty. You feel uncomfortable. You have to lower your standards to even be with this person. Um, there's no growth. <laughs> this person cuts corners. Um, Dealing with criticism again. Uh, brings out the worst in you and they can't do anything, right? It's a lengthy list, and this is probably just half. You were just scratching the surface. Of t- there's probably tons more that people experience that we didn't cover today. But more of the story is, if it's toxic, let's normalize leaving when we first experience it and let people do the work on their own. Okay, yes. Let's, undoubtedly, let's stop romanticizing being a ride or die. Let's stop romanticizing stand down. When somebody is, look, it's some stuff that, yeah, you could stay down for, but it's other things that are not going to change. It's other things that are not worth you being yeah. around waiting for them to change. And honestly, sometimes the people don't want to change. Like you, just because you hate that he does that thing, that doesn't mean that you want you to change it. You don't care. <laughs> right? It's like, uh, that's nice. Anyways, I'm going to keep on doing what I've been doing. <laughs> right. So, yeah, romanticize, I mean, not romanticize, normalize. Yes. Leaving early and normalize being so full on your own yep. that in the event that you gotta cut them loose you feel fine yep and i remember people are always in your life for a, a reason or, or a season. season all relationships are not meant to lead to marriage let's also normalize just enjoying people period yeah you know blessing or lesson period so that is it for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it and I hope y'all can give us some feedback. Yeah, let us um, know. If you've yeah. been in a toxic relationship, hit us up. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you think you might be on one, hit yeah. us up. But you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Read the Room Pod. Yeah, um, Gmail Read the Room Pod at Gmail dot com. Y'all haven't been emailing us, and no, I'm starting to get like so. we're kind of um, yeah. Okay, but it's awkward. <laughs> thank you for listening. But, yeah, thank you for in- listening and interacting with us on social media. We do appreciate that. And if there's nothing else, we will see you guys next, next time. Week next time. Tell a friend. Go listen to this with a friend. Drink wine. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>